0: Hey Saints, this is Steve, just another challenging devotional for you in these last days. Welcome to the podcast, Last Days. I tell you, it is wonderful to know the address of Jesus. Do you know the address of Jesus? Well, if you've been listening to the podcast, of course you do. <laughs> we know where he lives. I I mean, if I wanted you to come visit me, wouldn't it be important that I told you where I lived so you could come Fellowship with me? Or if I wanted a phone conversation, wouldn't it be good to tell you my phone address, my phone number? Or if I wanted you to email me or contact me on social media, wouldn't it be important that I give you my email address or my telegram address? And by the way, I put some ways to contact me in the descriptive notes of each podcast. I try to, I forget sometimes, but you'll find it there in one of them. So you can visit me and contact me. I would give you these addresses if we needed to have fellowship. God said, I know where I'm going to live. It's not going to be in a temple or a church or a cathedral or a city or a hill anymore. The place that I'm going to live, God is a spirit, and God must be worshiped, Jesus said, in spirit, small s, and in reality. In other words, if you really want to know, if you want Jesus to show up, if you want that kind of contact to where he shows up in your life, then you need to worship him in spirit and in reality is what will happen. That's how you worship him. He wants you to really experience Jesus, all of you. And the places that happens is in our spirit. We all have a human spirit and that's where he lives. We've talked about that. Go back and listen to the podcast. Just start at the beginning and we can see where the Lord desires to live. And we talked about him living in us like a, a, a flowing river, a, a fountain springing up. These are His words, which means that this life wants to come out. Well, how do we get this life out of us? We talked practically last time about learning to call on the name of the Lord, even teaching your children to call on the name of the Lord. The way that we received Him by calling on His name is the way that we walk in Him. We just call on Him. And I've shared that one way to you for two reasons. Number one, it's, it's simple, it's easy, and it's designed by God, you know, to simply call his name. We call his name, and it, it, it happened in the Bible. If he was in a city, somebody would call out his name, Jesus of Nazareth, or they'd come up and touch him if they wanted to be healed, or friends would bring someone and let them down, and it, whatever we could do to find Jesus and get, some, get, get in contact with him so that we could get help. Find Jesus. Where's Jesus? He's not far away. He's in your spirit. And how do you draw from this Lord? Well, just like those New Testament people, you you find him, you call him. Jesus, I need you, Lord. You're not far away. You're right here. We're not calling him down out of heaven. He's near. He lives inside every believer. Now that you know this, call on him. And you may have known it, but you just didn't know it so practically that he formed your spirit and put his life there. But now you know it. So, Call on this Christ in every situation. And we've given many examples um, in the other podcast of environments where you need to call on him. I mean, I had an experience of road rage. I didn't have the road rage, I thought, but the guy that was clearly disobeying the law, I mean, he was absolutely wrong. There's no doubt about it. He was in way, way, way in the wrong. Of course, we always say that, but it was true. And boy, has he passed me he just, he, he introduced me to one of his fingers. And boy, I just got so upset. I'm by myself and I'm yelling at the guy. I'm like, I'm just lunging forward like, you know, I wanted him to pull over so I could what? <laughs> so he could knock my lights out. But I wanted to do something. I wanted him to know that I'm right and he's wrong. My flesh rose up for about seven minutes. And then driving down the road, I called on the Lord's name, Jesus Lord Jesus, and you know what? He supplied me with his life. You know, I, tell, I encourage you to do this because not only is it simple, but it immediately gets us in the right realm. A lot of time doesn't have to go by. Immediately we call on his name and keep calling. It will bring us into the right realm. I was in the wrong realm before. Didn't matter if I was right or wrong. I was not in the realm of Jesus, of his life. It's life that's more important, not the right and wrongness. I need to get into the life of God, the supplied life. So I tell you uh, how to uh, to do this in order as a very practical and easy way to get to your spirit and worship him there. There are other ways. Let me just summarize the other ways. I mean, we've mentioned we 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 all know ways. We we list them, read your bible, go to church, um pray, sing. And, we, and we've got a list of things that we can do. And and there, I understand the list, but what happens to a lot of believers is it becomes a religious chore for them. It becomes a Old Testament law for them, some of these things. And they they they're coming to God in a way, but they're not getting supplied for some reason. I'm just speaking from my experience and others I've talked to. It helps to know that this life that's in us, that those things need to come from that very same spot in our spirit. And and a, a pastor in my life, I've had several, but of several years, he's with the Lord now, but he wrote a book. It was called um, spending time with the Lord. And he talked about this many times. And it, and that phrase, spending time with Jesus, just kind of puts all these practices that we do, reading our Bible and prayer and going to church and all these things, it puts it in a totally different realm. It, he takes all those things and he puts them in the realm of we need to learn to spend time with Jesus in these things, so I want to talk about those things because when we spend time with Him in those things in His Word, we're spending time with Him. It puts it in a whole different realm, realizing that that too is from our spirit and how we contact Him. But I want to look at a story today, real quick, that many of you know. A story of a couple of ladies and their brother. It's Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Wonderful stories. I mean, Lazarus got raised from the dead after he was dead for several days, and they said he stunk. But Jesus resurrected him whole. And so Mary and Martha saw this wonderful feat. Mary anointed the feet of Jesus and prepared him for his burial. She gave all she had, and she washed his feet with costly perfume. She took it out of her hope chest, and she brought it, and she was so enamored by this Christ that she believed he was a Messiah. She washed his feet with her, with this ointment and dried her feet with his hair. What a wonderful story of of just affection and love for our Lord. Well, there was another story in Luke chapter 10, uh, about the last four or five verses of that chapter, um, where Jesus came to visit this whole family in uh, their their village. And uh, he would evidently be fellowshiped or nourished by them uh, spiritually and physically. So... Uh, there he is with probably his disciples and other followers and people gathered around and there was a teaching time there in their home. And so, you know, they gathered everything together and the two women went two different directions. Mary, so excited, just sat down on the front row at his feet, the Bible says in Luke chapter 10. Martha started doing things for Jesus, which was serving. And Martha, it says in verse 40, was distracted with much serving. I mean, she was doing it for Jesus, but the service was becoming a distraction for her and probably others. And she came up to Jesus, she said, don't you care if that my sister has left me to serve alone? I mean, maybe she thought this is the thing that women do, and I don't know, but there was this like, she should be here helping me, because there's many people to serve, food, uh, set, set the, the room up, or whatever she was doing. I'm sure it involved a lot of things, cleaning. Could you speak to her and tell her that she would help me? Jesus looked at her, and he said her name twice, which is affection, He loves her. He loved her. He said, Martha, Martha, you are careful, which means kind of anxious, and troubled. There's that word disturbed about many things. The old King James says, you're cumbered about. (laughs) That word means you're wrapped up. This has got you all wrapped up. Boy, I have seen people serving the Lord. They have great intentions. They got it all organized. And then... Something interrupts it. Somebody's not doing it exactly the way they want it done. Or there's, there's something about it that they just, it's not going the way they thought. Or who knows what it is. And then their disposition changes. They're, they're frustrated. They, they're, they're, they may be angry. Or they may say something to someone. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, horns appear in the meeting. And uh, there's, there's just a division Or there's just maybe nothing said, but there's no joy. Something's taken away from the meeting. Do you know you can affect the environment by you not getting to your spirit and worshiping there? You can be in the middle of a bunch of people praising God, but you affect the whole fellowship when we're in that realm. You're doing what Jesus wants you to do, but you're doing things for him. Here's the answer to all that. She said, Mary, Mary has chosen the needful part. There's just right now a need for one thing, Martha. I mean, Jesus is in your house. There's one thing that you need to do. And Mary has chosen that good portion. I mean, serving's okay, but Mary has chosen the best part. That which shall not be taken away from her. I can't pull her away from sitting at my feet, and she's just enthralled with Jesus being there, and she wants to hear every word he says. She is a picture of you and I drawing away from the world, drawing away from our self, and even drawing away from our good service. For Jesus that we might sit at his feet. Now, let me just say, I'm not saying we shouldn't serve the Lord. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do things for the Lord. I'm just saying if we do, may it come from a spot where we have previously spent time with the Lord at his feet. At his feet is where we spend time with Jesus in our spirit today. Mary chose the good part, the best part. So what we want to look at in coming devotionals is we want to be like Mary. I mean, if Jesus is is in the house, and he's in the house, he's in your spirit now, he's there and he wants to be reality to you. If we are servants of the Lord, we need to make sure that we spend time with him in our house, in our spirit and that the rest of our life, our serving, comes from that spot. <laughs> Service would be awesome, would it not? Meetings would be awesome. Church meetings. Our, our interaction with others, we would be like a cup of water that has that big bubble on top that anybody bumps into us, they just get Jesus all over them. <laughs> we just, we're just so full because we've been at his feet. When's the last time you sat at the feet of Jesus in your spirit and spent time with Him. Oh, that's what we want to look at. I want to share with you how to turn your chores of spiritual activities into actually sitting at the feet of Jesus. We used to sing a song, and you know the song. We kind of changed some of the words, knowing some of the truths. But um, this is not a, a see Steve can sing thing. But let me let me share it with you. At His feet. At his feet. In my spirit, I will sit at his feet. Lord, I'm tired of trying to cope. Lord, in me, I find no hope. I'm so glad that I can sit at your feet. At your feet. At your feet, in my spirit, I can sit at your feet. I will choose the one good part, loving you with all my heart. In my spirit, I can sit at your feet. Choosing you, I know is best. In my spirit, I'm at rest. I'm so glad that I can sit at your feet. Amen. Well, last days are upon us. I trust that you'll be found at his feet, at his appearing. Amen. (laughs)